BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Barra. We cover the latest news all day, every weekday. So if you're looking for the freshest headlines, check out our most recent show. But we also feature longer, in-depth conversations on the latest trends and need-to-know topics. Here's one of them right now. Enjoy. There's a growing movement among some big-name Republicans to rewrite the U.S. Constitution. That sounds a little Founding Fathers territory, doesn't it? Well, it is, or it has been. But if enough states vote to hold a convention of states, just like the original Constitutional Convention in 1787, conservative legislatures could propose lots of revisions to the Constitution. It hasn't happened in more than 200 years, but if some members of the GOP get their way, it could soon. Grace Panetic covers politics for Insider. She says this all comes down to Article 5 of the Constitution, which you may be forgiven for being a little rusty on. So, Grace, what is Article 5 for those of us who maybe have forgotten our U.S. history? (laughs) Well, it's not a part of the Constitution that comes up very often because the Constitution hasn't been amended anyway in 30 years. But essentially, Article 5 provides two methods to amend the Constitution Either Congress, uh, both houses of Congress can pass an amendment, or two-thirds of the state legislators can call a convention. And in either case, any amendments that come out of either process need to be ratified by three-fourths of the states. Convention proponents will say that the entire concept of a convention is a check on Congress and a check on the federal government. It's an avenue for states to take back that power and constrain the federal government in a very direct way. I'm also sort of imagining, I don't remember in from my history books who got invited to the convention, but I feel like, do should I get my horse prepared and my tri-corner hat ready to go? (laughs) Yeah, this is another interesting component is that the states get to decide who goes to this convention. And because Republicans control most state legislatures now, they would control most delegations to a convention. So it would be dominated by conservative interests. But again, there is that still high bar to passing out amendments and then actually getting them ratified in the states. Okay, I'll tell my horse to stand down for now. But (laughs) for now, (laughs) Um, (laughs) right, you never know. So what is the likelihood of this happening? So we don't really know, but it's probably not imminent. It's very, very high bar to get to 34 states to call a convention and then even higher bar for amendments that would come out of a convention to actually be ratified. The group that currently has the most momentum behind them, Convention of States, has 19 states so far that have passed their call for a convention. So they need 15 more. And that's that's a pretty tough uphill battle. Mm-hmm. And who are some of the biggest folks behind this? Who should we be paying attention to? 
Yeah, this movement has really taken place behind the scenes and under the radar. But the reason why it's notable is it's not just people throwing out ideas, right? This is a very organized, concerted effort. So one of the biggest proponents of this movement is former Republican Senator Rick Santorum. He's a senior advisor to a convention of states and has done a lot of work sort of behind the scenes pitching state lawmakers on this issue. This is the opportunity the founders gave you, state legislators. They gave you the power to fix this country. With all due respect, how dare you not try? Um, Another figure who has supported the convention movement is legal scholar John Eastman, who we now know from his role in trying to overturn the 2020 election results. And there are a lot of big conservative media personalities who have backed this idea, one of them being Mark Levin, Sean Hannity of Fox News, Ben Shapiro have all endorsed the Convention of States movement. So it's both politicians and media figures. And what do you think their motivation is? What are they saying? Why they need this? Well, they're really painting a convention in stark, really sort of existential terms. The founder or leader of Convention of States, Mark Meckler, said the movement has to be able to show people that they have a chance to get their hands around the throat of the federal government and put it back in the constitutional box. So it's part of this long-term conservative project of reducing federal power and giving it back to the states. Right. And do you have a sense of what's on their wish list? So Convention of States movement has three planks. It's reining in the fiscal power of the federal government, so on things like taxation in general, um, reducing the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, which is a very broad mandate, and imposing term limits on federal officials. If there is a convention called to rewrite the Constitution, is there a chance it would backfire against Republicans? Because it's not just Republicans who would show up for this, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And that exact fear is a big reason why this movement has struggled to gain traction, even in Republican-controlled legislatures. It's not a neat liberal versus conservative issue. There are a lot of conservatives and you know right-wing Republicans who are afraid that a convention could just open Pandora's box of changes and ultimately weaken constitutional rights. Why do you think the average person should care about this? How does it matter to us? You know, for two reasons, I think it's worth caring about. And it's that this is another avenue where Republicans are investing in the long game. And they've done that successfully in installing a conservative supermajority on the U.S. Supreme Court. And they've done that successfully over decades in locking up control of state legislatures, which is now paving the way for this convention push. And it's also getting a lot of big money behind it. Um, Convention of States has gotten support from groups connected to the Kochs, the Mercer family, uh, conservative super lawyer Leonard Leo. So this is in space to watch in terms of the conservative long game. And that's why we should care. Mm -hmm. Grace, thanks so much for chatting with me. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie. Grace Panetta is a senior political reporter at Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast app.